All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to A Little uh, Three-Man Weave. And uh, I just want to say, everyone that's listening here with us, thank you for your continued support. This is our 10th episode. So that's a little milestone, you know? Not too shabby. But um, this week might be a little longer episode. We didn't get you one last week with the Thanksgiving break, but we're coming in to week 13 of the NFL uh, schedule and season, starting off with some start sits. And I know my peers on the podcast have been super excited because I told them I had a surprise uh, surprise start this week. Mm. He's a you know he's a guy I like, always liked him. Mentioned oh, him on the podcast before. We're going ahead and telling you guys to start Ramondre Stevenson oh, again. God. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're doing that. Works out. It always times. works. Yeah. You know, you know what? And oh, I got God. some evidence to back this up. Oh no! You know he's starting to get going. There's no <laughs> he had 21 points last week. There's no debating that he's starting to get going. Yeah. Chargers allows he's playing the Chargers. They allow three hundred ninety point six yards per game. That's dead last in the NFL. Yeah. The Chargers allow uh, five point eight yards per play. Um, the Chargers also allow one point two touchdowns per game on the ground. And in Week Eight, you know all these people are saying, "Oh, you, you why don't you like Ramondre? You can't do it." You no, I don't want to hear it. You know he his <laughs> snap share was Zeke in Week Eight. Fifty eight percent was his. Snaps and 42 with Zeke's, but since then, he's had an increased snap share and has climbed to 63%, 67 and all the way to 78% last week. So I think he's a great spot. I know you're hesitant to start him. It's Ramondre. He hasn't had the greatest season, and the Patriots suck. I'm not debating that. But he's the only person in this offense, and I expect him to go for a great game against the Chargers this week. All right. Um, move on to my start of the week. I'm going with Michael Pittman. Um, he's coming, coming off his second best game of the season, uh, where he's targeted 13 times and now his back to back weeks with 12 plus targets. So starting to seem like Gardner Minshew is kind of starting to more operate in that offense pretty well. Um, on top of that, he's going against the Titans who have the 27th ranked pass defense in fantasy this year. Um, some names they let up a lot of points to 19.2 to Olave, 31 to Keenan Allen, 24.6 to Amari Cooper, and 26.3 to Mike Evans. Um, so, again, upon the, uh, amongst some of those are some of the best wide receivers in the league, and I think Pittman could slot in pretty easily there, getting 20-plus. Um, another thing, too, that I think could open up this offense a little bit for Pittman is no Jonathan Taylor this week for Indy. Um, so I think you can definitely see a lot more passing out of the Colts' offense. He's projected 17 right now, but I can definitely see him outscoring this. So yeah. start like Michael that. Pittman this yeah, week. After the Titans' pass defense is feeble. Oh, it's pretty feeble. terrible. Yeah. And on my start this week, we've got Devin Singletary, running back 33 on the season. And, you know, these, these fellows on the podcast know my, my drafted Damian Pierce in the fourth round. And that He's pick good. has obviously obviously gone to trash. But, you know, why it's gone to trash? Because Devin Singletary has replaced him. Last three games, he has gotten 30 carries, 22 carries. He got 30 carries. 30 carries three weeks ago. 22. And then last week, he got six carries, but he got seven targets. They were losing. So I think okay. Singletary is matchup proof. Yeah. Whether Texans are losing, he's getting targets. Or winning, he's getting quite a bit of carries. Yeah. And I feel like saying Devin Singletary to start isn't a strong enough case of why I like Devin Singletary. So I went through our fantasy league. I went through everyone's teams. And I have just well, a couple guys in our 10-man fantasy league that are, that are starting currently that I would take Devin Singletary over. I'm taking Najee Harris. I'm taking Devin Singletary. Okay, Singletary. I just want to say, if you say Ramondre, I'm, I'm going to walk out. We'll Don't say yes. Henry either. We'll got, him. I'm taking Singletary over Najee Harris. Okay. Taking over Jalen Warren. Yeah, the, the taking two. him over Joe Mixon. 
Yeah. I'm taking him over Jerome Ford, and I'm taking him over James Conner, which is on my team, which sucks. Yeah. I would love to have Singletary over James Conner. And you know, the last person I'm taking him over, I'm taking him over Roman. No, that's terrible. I, that's, see, that's just terrible. Here's my reasoning. Here's my reasoning here. All of these running backs are in garbage offenses, and I think have an just as good talent-wise as Devin Singletary. And Singletary, he's in an amazing Houston offense. His touchdown uh, likelihood is way higher than any of these guys, in my opinion. And he's completely surpassed Damian Pierce. He is by far the running back one in a fantastic Texans offense. And I think you can expect 15 to 14 to 15 points from him weekly, no matter who they play. Doesn't matter, winning, losing. Devin Singletary is my start. Yeah, you say he was uh, running back 36? Running back 33 on the season, but I mean, think about that's with Damian last three weeks. Okay, last four and weeks, Ramondre is running back 20 on the season, yeah, and okay. that's with Zeke. Rest of season. I, I don't want to hear this Ramondre slander oh, at yeah. all. When it's single time, you're hearing all the Ramondre slander. That's terrible. All right, well, now that we got Dot's gross start of the week out of the way, <laughs> we're going to we're gonna get right into our sits, and, I'm, and this is kind of a hot one. I don't think a lot of people are going to be happy with this, but I got my reasoning, as always. Uh... I'm saying start C.J. Stroud, start and I know, sit, I know, sit, I know. Or C. sorry, Stroud. sit, sit. That's sorry. a very. I know that's hot. I need to hear the reasoning. I know that's this. hot. Okay, I think you're gonna like my reasoning now. Okay. Okay. He plays the Broncos, and I know you're gonna look at me and you're like, yeah. "Oh my God, he plays the Broncos!" Like, what is this reasoning? Mm. The Broncos have played Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen this year, mm. and how many points do you think they let up to Pat Mahomes? How, how much did Pat Mahomes score? Uh, Over ten. You would think over 10. It is Patrick Mahomes. You would assume so. 5.6. Wow. Josh Allen, better. You Not really. Over, over 20. 14.6. Pretty brutal. So, or sorry, 14.5. But anyway, my reasoning remains the same. They're pretty much last in all defensive ranking categories. I know I checked that. I'm telling you. Um, they don't have a great defense. And C.J. Stroud has been on fire recently. I mean, we just talked about him being the MVP. Mm-hmm. So, and look, I didn't think he had much of a case or... Uh, I, it's just the rookie thing, but I like he could be an MVP. I don't know now since they've lost a couple games and they, he's looked a little rocky, a little more turnovers. But mm. aside from all that, I just think the Broncos are so hot right now. What are they? Five wins, six wins five straight now. Five, five in a row. row. That's insane. I mean, they it looks like they totally turn it around, and it's not like they're beating up on terrible teams. I mean, they played the Bears last week. They beat them, mm. or no, not the Bears. Sorry, the Bills. The Bills. The Bills. Um, and then this week, could they play another the like Browns. the Browns, which is a great. That's a good team, actually. That's a good team. So they're beating good teams, and I just think you know this game. It doesn't feel like a shootout to me. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't really have a lot to base this on, but I just think since the Broncos are so hot, and given that they've only allowed five points and fourteen points to two of the best quarterbacks in the league, I mean, say what you will about Josh Allen, he's turnover prone, but mm, yeah, it's still Josh Allen. Yeah. And he's still very talented, and I'd say he's better quarterback. Like, you'd rather have Josh Allen than C.J. Stroud, mm-hmm. and obviously Pat Mahomes. Um, so I'm just saying I think this game is probably going to be around, like, 20-17 to 17 final score. I don't think it's going to be a shootout. So that's why I'm saying sit C.J. Stroud this week. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go ahead and say sit Jordan Love this week. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, KC, defense that I've been loving this year. Um, they're one of the best passing defense in the league. Uh, it's been proven multiple times against some of the league's best quarterbacks um, this season. And uh, quarterbacks only average 14 points per game against the Chiefs. Um, anyway, Jordan Love just had his best game of the season. I don't think he's going to go for three touchdowns again like he did against the Lions last week. And I think a big reason that he went for three touchdowns last week and had such a great game too 
was the Lions turned it over yeah. three times. No, if you were like, watching yeah. that game, the turnovers were exactly like and like again, I don't think the Chiefs are going to do that, obviously, yeah. and I don't think they're going to have that much of a way to like kind of like pivot into an easy offense, easy mm-hmm. field position. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I'm going to say sit Jordan Love. But one thing I wanted to mention while I was researching this, some of the Chiefs' best games, uh, they played some pretty good quarterbacks this year, right? They played mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence. They've played Jared Goff. They played Kirk Cousins. They played Justin Herbert. They played Jalen Hurts. Tua Tagovailoa. Mm. Guess who is the highest scoring quarterback to play against the Chiefs this year? Just take a guess. Know. I'm not going to guess because you told me. Okay, I told you. Okay. Russ? What no. You Russ? I don't even no. know who they've played. Zach Wilson. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? Yeah. Jesus. Which is absurd to me. That, that is pretty crazy. Yeah. And highest. he's not even starting anymore. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah. That's just insane. Yeah. Case in yeah. point. Like, just, like, how do you have... It just makes no sense to me. Mm. Um, but I thought that was really interesting. I kind of just wanted to talk about that because I thought that was funny. Mm. Um, but, yeah, go ahead uh, and sit Jordan Love this week. Mm. All right, so my sit coming in here. I've got T. Higgins, wide receiver 45 in points per game, too. That's not even in a straight scoring. That's in points per game. He's wide receiver 66 in straight scoring. Mm. And it's not really his fault. It's, listen, I think you cannot start T. Higgins against anybody until the Bengals prove that Jake Browning can be a good quarterback. Yeah, that's like I think proven. even Jamar's coming off pretty like midweek for him, like Dude, fourteen Jamar's, points. I don't, I don't and even I think if even it. Jamar can't be that good, I don't think T can. Yeah. Uh, they're eight and a half point dogs against the Jaguars this week. They have a really good defense. I don't think they'll be scoring much. Like if the Bengals they get to fourteen, like I'll be surprised. I think. And I don't see more than 10 points out of T. Higgins this week, to be honest. I think he's... I think that's generous. Totally dependent on a touchdown. He has to score to be anywhere fantasy relevant. Um, and I think, yeah, I think you got to see T. Higgins. Yeah. It's not really a hot take. And I just want to say, just to your point, kind of backing you up here, I think we talked about this on an earlier pod, but when backup quarterbacks get in, they tend to target or force feed the ball to their number yeah. one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And just like you're saying, Jamar Chase only had 14 points. Like. Yeah. He, I mean, and some of Jamar Chase's catches, if you guys were watching that game, like, tipped off. Like, two of his catches and one of them, that was like a 40-yard gain, middle linebacker or safety, whatever, tipped it up in the air. Jamar Chase ran under it, and he took it around the sideline. So, like, again, I just don't think – I think that's a tremendous set. I would not touch um, T. Higgins with a 10-foot pole as we get closer to Christmas season. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great set. And uh, now we're going to – Enter in our our producer, our main man, Max, Max to uh, introduce this new segment we got for, again, I just said Christmas season's coming up. Happy holidays to everyone listening. Um, but we got all the NFC team's Christmas lifts, list or wish list for what they need to add or what they need to do to be a better team in the next season. So I'll let anyone who wants to take the floor, who wants to start us off. Max, you take us away. Yeah, yeah I can take us well, away. All right. So um, my division, I chose the NFC East. Um, I know that division pretty well, unfortunately. I know <laughs> who's good and who's really, really terrible, and that'd be my Giants. Um, so we'll start with at the top, and we'll work our way down. Um, so the Eagles' wish list is to make a Super Bowl push. Uh, this is their year. They seem to be far and away the best, most complete team. Yep. This year, uh, with the Chiefs faltering a little bit. So this needs to be their year. Uh, for positional needs, maybe in the draft they pick up uh, another defensive back to match Darius Slay. Uh, James Bradbury not really been cutting it. Uh, so maybe find one in free agency or like go for one of the top dogs if you can um, towards the bottom of that first round. Uh, for the Cowboys, they need to gift 
Dak Prescott a clutch gene. He does not have one. Um, he's a mid-quarterback. He's always been mid, and, you know, he wins the games that are easy, but he loses the games that are uh, the tough matchups that you need to win to get into the playoffs and win those playoff games. He doesn't really have that edge. Uh, he needs that edge bad. Um, you can't win with Dak Prescott. You can't win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. So you might want to, in the future, a couple of years looking forward, might want to um, – Grab a new quarterback there for positional needs immediately, maybe a running back to uh, handcuff to Pollard. Pollard has, as we've seen, yeah. not been cutting it yeah. like he was when he was backing up Zeke, so maybe mm-hmm. he needs that little one-two punch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's just I a... Think Rico Dowdle is the, the truth there. <laughs> no, I don't yeah. think so. I said for the commanders now, uh, I think they need a whole new team. Just yeah. scrap everything, burn it to the ground <laughs> and build it back up. Uh, but more seriously... Probably an inside linebacker, another edge rusher. They shipped off yeah. Chase Young and Montez Sweat. So they got no real attack on the edge there. Um, if they could pick up the guy from um, Florida State, that'd be a big pickup for them. Verse, ja- Jared Verse, I think his name is. Mm. But um, that's my notes on the commanders. And then for the Giants, geez. The Giants. Where do we even start? Best for last. <laughs> you know, their defense has not been playing too bad. So we're going to yeah. focus on the yeah, offense yeah, here. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, they need everything, obviously, but mm-hmm. mainly protection and weapons for Daniel Jones. Uh, Joe Shane said that they are going to keep rolling with Jones when he's healthy next year. So if they're sticking with him, they need to get him an offensive lineman and a wide receiver one, yeah. right? So in the draft, they could do this a number of ways. They could go through free agency. They could go through um, the draft, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, free agency, a couple names for uh, the offensive line. You could get uh, a Patriot. Uh, Mike Unwenu. Oh, one of our only good players. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, I mean, we had a bad, bad little trip with Nate Solder there, and he uh, really. Tom Brady. Judge. He's the exception. I mean, Tom. Yeah, we do son Tom Brady. So, Uh, and then Bengals offensive tackle Jonah Williams is also another good guy to uh, look out for on that free agent market. For the wide receivers, I'm looking at Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. who just started to settle back into that Jacksonville offense. I think I he is a true yeah. talent, but, you know, he's all right. But Pittman is also a free agent this yeah, year, like and Pittman. he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Is Jettas a free agent? No, yeah. I don't think so. I oh, think, he was just one yeah. he wants yeah. out, or whatever it is. Um, and then through the draft, some offensive linemen, Joe Alt, and then yeah. that guy from Penn State that I can't say his name. Yeah, he's I got a hard name pronounced. Um, disgusting. I'll try it for fun. <laughs> Alimu Yue Fashionu. Okay, and then wide receivers, try. obviously. You got Maserati Marv, Roma Dunsey, <laughs> and then Keon Coleman. So that's my mm. NFC. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's plenty of things. Like, I just I think it's going to take a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. That's no, the tough I, thing because, you know, it's like after last years. year, you thought you were, you know, maybe a couple of years away, and it looks more like five or six now. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Definitely wouldn't try to microwave a weird build here. Yeah. Definitely no. take it slow. Yeah, Go yeah. draft by draft. I think you could really have a good yeah. game coming yeah. down if you get some mm-hmm. good prospects. I've got the uh, the NFC South here for the Christmas list, and I'll start with the Falcons, the division leader somehow at five and six, the division leader. And for me, I've just, pretty simple: uh, new quarterback and a new coach. Yeah. Because right now, Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke both are pretty terrible, probably bottom eight quarterbacks in the NFL. Yep. And you could get this off this off season Justin Fields. So the Bears, if the Panthers secure the or the Bears get number one pick, they'll probably take Caleb. You assume, and then Justin Fields. I mean, you could probably buy him pretty low. I think. Falcons, a trade of a second-round pick to the Bears for Justin Fields. is a fantastic trade for both sides. Mm-hmm. I think you also look at Kirk Cousins. He yep. could be yeah. signed a free agency. And then if you want to make a push for one of the QBs in the draft, 
I think I don't think you're getting a Caleb pick, but I think maybe Drake May. Jane Daniels. If the Cardinals, Jane um, yeah, Jane Daniels. I mean, if you really That's want Drake awesome. May, I think if you give the Cardinals uh, a haul, they would do that trade, give you that pick, and just stick with Kyler. Mm-hmm. Bo Nix is still there too. Bo Nix, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, if you like any of the later quarterbacks, you could definitely grab one of those and not trade anything. Uh, and then for the coach, I mean, maybe a coach that knows Bijan Robinson and Kyle Pitts are good talents, yeah, like yeah. Arthur Smith prefers Jonu Smith and uh, Tyler Algier over Bijan for some of the season. As of late, Bijan's been emerging, but Jonu Smith has still been really just tamed. I feel like it's been very disappointing that mm-hmm. one of the best tight end prospects of all time has been just tamed in Atlanta and not be able to uh, show maybe his two talents. Maybe, Maybe he's a bust, bust, but I really don't think so. He's one of the greatest prospects ever. And for the Saints, I've got... This isn't really on their wish list, but it's what they need to hear. And it's some self-awareness. They have 60% of the salary cap that the rest of the NFL has because they keep trying to go for Super Bowl pushes and they just end up at 500. The yeah. Derek Carr signing was awful this year. Yeah. He has a humongous contract, and they just have to hear it. You're not a contender. Take your medicine. Just go. Like do what the Patriots did, to be honest. Don't if the Patriots the Patriots signed like a Kirk Cousins. I know it wasn't a free agent, but they just ended up eight and nine this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean that's we a- would be stuck. Yeah. And with no cap room, I think just be bad for a year and get a QB and restart. Yeah. Yeah. Restart. I mean I mean, uh Dennis Allen is also not a great coach, I but agree. I feel like he's not really the problem. They just have they're operating at sixty percent of what the rest of the NFL is and they can't really make a push yeah, or yeah. embrace it. So I feel like the Saints some self awareness they need. And for the Bucks, I'm saying a splash in free agency because the Bucks they're four and seven, and I can't really figure out a real problem because Baker isn't playing bad. Yeah. Mike Evans is having a great season. Yeah, Chris Godwin has been pretty mid, but and Rashad has come through. Yeah, Rashad, yeah. Rashad's yeah. great. Great running back. And their defense is known as like a really good run stopping defense. Yeah. And so I mean, I guess the only conclusion I can come to is in the secondary. I mean, you got Adoree Jackson and Kendall Fuller in free agency, and you can go after any of them in the draft. I feel like that could be a splashy make. Or if you really think Baker's the problem, which I don't think he is, but I also think Baker's not the solution. So maybe a trade for Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, or even Kyler, if you get the right package. I think that could be a uh, good little wish list for the Buccaneers. And for the Panthers, the 1 and 10 Panthers who don't have their own pick. Uh, I've got a new owner. They have fired two coaches in two years and (laughs) traded their pick to get Bryce Young. And it wasn't even Frank Reich's idea. They fired Frank Reich. He wanted C.J. Stroud, yeah. not That's Bryce crazy. Young. Yeah. Because Bryce Young is really small and clearly not that good. And uh, I mean, uh, give him some that. time. Yeah, Whoever, I would say give him some time, but I mean, they missed out on a... I mean, what Stroud's yeah. doing with... Stroud's throwing a Tank Dell and... Who knew who Tank Dell was? Or Nico Collins. C.J. Stroud did. C.J. Stroud did. C.J. Stroud did, but did anybody else? No, that's a good point. Nobody's projecting the Texans. I just think it's too early. I mean, he's a first-round pick. He's got nothing around him. Yeah, exactly. Give him some time. But I would say, yeah, a new owner because they keep firing people. And, I mean, if you want to get good coaches, like, you got to be able to give him time. Like, I I doubt Ben Johnson's going there, the number one coaching candidate this year. There's no way he's going to go to Carolina. He's going to see, like, New England is stable, anywhere else is stable. Maybe the Chargers. He would prefer them over the Carolina. I think you got to give the coach time. you got to clearly give the quarterback time. He's a rookie. And I think a new owner and some patience the Panthers need for Christmas this year. Good list. Good list. All right. Uh, For my wish list, I have the NFC North. We're going to kick it off with the Lions here. And I think for the Lions, especially watching that game on Thanksgiving against the Packers, they need some new cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think their secondary is going to cut it. And honestly, like they're still eight and three, right? So they're yeah. still like they're still going to make the playoffs. Yeah. I still see them making a, a 
fairly deep playoff push. I think they're a good team and they can make some noise, but you know, they just don't have the cornerbacks. And I think with the later pick in the draft, you know, you're not going to get a guy like Kool-Aid McKinstry, the top prospect in the draft, but his teammate, Terry and Arnold, a gr- another great corner, his, uh, his teammate, like I said, on the other side. And then like Brendo mentioned, there's some other great cornerbacks in free agency. I mean, you got Kendall Fuller and then you have some solid guys. Like, I mean, Steph Gilmore is getting pretty old, but mm-hmm. even a guy like Cheetah Bay Wouzier, he's a, he's pretty solid. And yeah. I just think, you know, they just need some stability and some, you know, experience to shore up that cornerback room. Even a guy like Jeff Okuda that was drafted in 2020 yeah. by the Lions. I mean, we see this all the time. Like, guys get drafted, they don't pan out, they go somewhere else, they're not good, then they mm-hmm. come back and they have sort of a rev- uh, revival with that squad that drafted them. So I think that might be a good thing to look into for the Lions. Um, moving on to the Vikings. <sighs> I got to say it, and I don't want to, but I can't believe I ever jo- uh, believed in Josh Dobbs. Hop off the train. I, I oh, am off the train. That's sad. Yeah, and he, look, sad, I don't – look, it's a great story. I think yeah. he was doing great things, but once you drop four and a half points <laughs> yeah. on my fantasy team, <laughs> yep, you're yep. instantly cut. Yeah, it's not gonna I, cut it. It's not gonna cut you, it. I lost to one of our boys, Pashoda. I think he cheated, but <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, I don't like Josh Dobbs. That's the reason I'm going with the quarterback. I think Kirk Cousins is gonna leave. He's gonna get a massive payday. I don't know. You know, he's a great, not a great, but he's a very, very solid quarterback. I think he deserves his money, but I just don't think the Vikings are gonna be able to afford that. I think the same thing with Josh Dobbs. Obviously, not the same payday, but he's probably gonna go somewhere else to another yeah. team like. Who knows? Just someone that's, you know, like the Saints. Like, he could go yeah. to a team like that. Yeah. But, um, that. look, they're they're not going to have, like, the highest draft pick. They got a pretty solid record. I think they're one game above five hundred right now. Um, so there's some free agents like Kirk, like I'd say Mayfield and Brissett are kind of in that category yeah. of, like, serviceable, serviceable QBs, but they're not going to put you over the top. So what I'd like to see them do is go after someone in the draft. Like a Bo Nix or Jaden Daniels, um, that might be there later in the draft. I don't, we don't know where yeah. their pick is going to end up. Somewhere in the middle, I'd assume. But that's uh, what I think the Vikings should be targeting. And then moving on to the Packers, I'm tempted to go with the quarterback again, but I think it's a little too early to cut the cord on Jordan Love, just because, you know, like uh, people were so high on him before the season, and he had yeah. a great preseason. And I think it's not entirely his fault. I don't know, like he's got. Decent weapons. I know we don't like Christian Watson around here, but he's he. Hey, I mean, he's hey. a talented guy. <laughs> hey, he dropped twenty yesterday. Yeah, he's a talented <laughs> receiver. That's what I'm no, saying. And you know, they got uh, who's that guy? You like Reed? You ah, like Jaden Reed. 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 Hey, man, he's good. D- Dobbs. Yeah, Dobbs. Dobbs. I mean, they got yeah, look. So I think they got to go after an offensive line piece that's really going to yeah. help them. Something mm-hmm. I pulled out of this that I thought was very interesting. Remember David. Bakhtiari yeah. when Rodgers was on the team and oh, yeah. that guy was a beast I mean he had the long hair he was always <laughs> like making plays and everyone was uh he was renowned around the league as one of the best uh I think he's a tackle um he was renowned as one of the best but the past three seasons he's he's played 13 games for the Packers he hasn't been healthy and I've been hearing reports and reading articles that are saying Packers and Bakhtiari are kind of on you know like there's some t- turmoil in the relationship, so I think cutting him loose, or I don't know if he's a free agent, but if you could trade him, that'd be great. Still salvage some mm. assets for him, but I think they got to go after a guy like Amarius Mims, 
in the draft. Uh, I think he'd fall right around where the Packers would be picking. Um, and then there's also good free agents too. Tyron Smith, Andres Pete, Dwayne Brown. Those are all very good t- uh, tackles in the league right now. So I think a little more stability in the line would in turn help Love. Just get him a little more time. Let him make a little more uh, – what am I trying to say? I don't even know. Just get him more time. Just protection. Sorry. Blanked out. <laughs> Going to the Bears now. Um I don't even know where to start. Similar to what Dot was saying about the Panthers, I don't know what the Bears are going to do. Honestly, it yeah. seems like they could do about anything and they'd make their team better. Yeah. Um, QB, maybe. Um, it looks like they're going to have the first pick if Carolina is continuing to trend down um, like they have been all season. Yeah. And I think if they have the first pick, they have like you can't not yeah. take Caleb Williams, mm-hmm. even if you believe in an, a guy like Drake May. Um, I, you still got to take Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think another thing they could do is trade that pick back to a team like the Pats or anyone behind them that needs a quarterback, mm. and they could get, I mean, huge returns for the first-round pick. Mm. And you know, yeah. and then if they trade back, they could get a guy like Jaden Daniels or get a guy like Bonex, who, you know, like obviously we don't know what they're going to be yet, and they're not you know, highly ranked like Caleb Williams, but still mm. they're really good prospects. And I think if the Bears were to trade fields and get uh, – Oh, sorry, if the Bears were to trade that number one pick and get someone else or stick with Fields and try to bring in more people around him, because I think the Bears have pretty solid offensive weapons. I mean, DJ Moore's a pretty good receiver. Yeah. Uh, Cole Komet's a very solid tight end. He's always short, short-handed. He's going to make a play for you. Um, and like Max was saying, there's a ton of wide receivers in the draft this year. Yeah. I just think their defense needs a little focus, too. That's what I'm saying. It's just tough to start. I mean, mm-hmm. after the loss of Rokon Smith, I mean, we see how impactful he is on – the Ravens, he's the head of that defense. He's commanding everything, and he just made yeah. that defense. I think I saw a stat on whenever they were playing a couple weeks ago. It showed, like, they were, like, last in a ton of categories. And since the uh, bringing in Rokon Smith, they're, like, first all of a sudden. Mm. So I think he's just a generational talent, and he doesn't get enough credit. But uh, bringing in another, another linebacker, defensive force on that side would definitely go a long way. Yeah. And they're going to have Kendra Fuller going away in free agency, maybe. I mean, and we'll see if they resign them. Yeah. But... You know, that's what I'm thinking for the Bears. Yeah. I feel like they could do even both because they have yeah. their own pick, too. Yeah, that's pick. true. I, like, imagine yeah. their pick is top three. Team's going to pay a ransom for Marvin Harrison Jr. Or yeah. he's yeah. taking it, too, Drake May. Yeah. Get both, exactly. get Caleb and get, and then trade Fields. You could have so many assets. Yeah, yeah. You, that mm-hmm. pick. yeah, yeah you could. Yeah. All right. Uh, last but not least, the NFC West. Going to start it off with the 49ers. Um, and I would say the top of their Christmas list this year. It's for Debo to stay healthy. Mm. Obviously, there's I no doubt it. that Debo is one of the most versatile players in the NFL. But he has also had a lot of injury problems throughout his career. Um, but And he has a huge effect on the scoring, that dynamic of this offense when he's playing. Um, I kind of was looking this up, and I saw this season when he's played, whatever, in his eight and a half, nine games, whatever you want to call it, the Niners are 8-1, and one, scoring oh, wow. nearly 31 points per game and almost four touchdowns per game. When he's hurt, the two games have been hurt this season. The Niners are 0-2, yeah. only scoring 17 points per game and only two touchdowns per game. He opens up this offense a lot and, like, takes attention away from guys like Kittle and Ayuk, so that gives them, like, more opportunities to make big plays while he can still make big plays. Obviously, CMC is always going to do his thing. Yeah. Um, but he definitely just opens up and changes his entire passing offense when he's healthy. And I think when he's healthy, Purdy's healthy, that entire team's healthy. I think they're the team to beat in the NFC personally. I, I think they can take down Philly, no mm-hmm. doubt. There's um, a reason why they're favorites. Yeah, Without a doubt, weird. yeah. Um, next up, uh, Seattle. And it's just to stay afloat, go 500 over these next six games. 
Um, they're sitting at six and five right now. They have six games remaining. Four of these games are pretty dicey. Um, they got Dallas, San Fran, Philly, and Pittsburgh. Dallas again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Um, and then Tennessee and Arizona games, they, sh- they should win. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think they just got to sneak out a win in one of those Dallas, San Fran, Philly, Pittsburgh games, mm. and, and they'll make the playoffs, and then any, anything can happen in the playoffs. Obviously, everyone's seen yeah. that go on. Um, but, again, I, I think as long as they just win one of those games, they'll be sure in for the playoffs. Yeah. Um, next up for the Rams, I think they, they got to find a new core, and I think they got to start looking towards the future. Um, the, the core that won the Super Bowl a few years ago finally starting to age and showing, you know, Stafford can't stay healthy. Cup can't stay healthy. Yeah. Donald's obviously still a force. Like, yeah. He's still doing yeah, his he'll thing. He'll be out of there even soon. Though, he's too old. But they have some strong young players like Puka Nakua mm-hmm. and Kyron. Um, but like they won't be relevant with the rest of their roster, especially yeah. um, and if like they want to compete with the Niners. They won't be able to compete with them with this roster. Mm-hmm. So I think this offseason they should just like inst- like unload their players like Donald and Cup. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if they trade yeah. Donald. I think you gotta. Like, hell of a package. You can get so yeah, much back. draft capital, oh, yeah. especially while they still like hold mm-hmm. some high value. You know, obviously yeah. Donald still I mean, I think Donald, they would give him the respect if they want him to retire or get yeah. traded, and I think he would retire and just kinda keep his legacy with the Rams. Yeah. yeah. Um but I think Cup's still like at a pretty young age where he can still go win another Super Bowl somewhere mm-hmm. else. Um, and again, they could get a big package for a guy like Cup, mm. or especially Donald too. Yeah. Um, so I, I think the Rams got to build a new core and, yeah. and look forward to the future. Um, and finally, the Cardinals is Marvin Harrison. Uh, another thing, kind of like rebuilding a little bit. Yeah. Um, but with Kyler coming back again, he's looking like himself again as the mm-hmm. franchise Q- QB. Um, but it's gonna take time, uh, for the Cardinals to fully rebuild. But I think yeah. you know you can start kind of start. Um, with Marvin Harrison, mm-hmm. one of the greatest prospect, uh, wide receiver prospects of all time. Yeah. Uh, any team would obviously love to have him. Yeah. Um, but with the situation they're in right now, they should definitely look to get Marvin Harrison as their wide receiver one for the future. Uh, and then they'd have like a pretty solid core of Kyler, Marvin Harrison, uh, and Hollywood Brown. And that could yeah. be a great start for the future. Yeah. Yeah. McBride. No, yeah. that's a, that's McBride. A, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's They got a pretty solid coach. Like, it seems like the players like to play for this guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think Marvin Harrison then kind of just, again, start rebuilding that team mm-hmm. okay what do you think uh if kyler plays them out of that like third pick maybe if they have like a fifth pick what do you think if they can't get marvin they trade up because i feel like after that they kind of have to yeah like, I, mean, I feel like give it up give up a couple seconds to get him yeah it, it just depends it. how desperate they are yeah, yeah. maybe like eh, i was gonna say maybe tr- like package kyler for someone else but like and like but then, then, like, you're giving up your franchise QB and, like, who's yeah. their, who was their backup this year? Yeah. Like, he looked so bad. Well, it was Josh Dobbs. So we hate Josh Dobbs. Well, yeah, Dobbs. but, like, Josh Dobbs. <laughs> but, like, Josh Dobbs got traded. There was a game between Josh Dobbs and Kyler, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he yeah, just yeah. looked like ass. So, um, again, I I don't see them, obviously. Like, I think they're going to be, like, the top three. Yeah. And I think it depends where it falls, if they're going to get Marvin Harrison or not. Um, but they, they should be at the top of their list. That's right. Or he should That's be fair. at the top of their list. Yeah, I know. So... All right, guys. The uh, the do you Dots just want it? Do you want a second? Yeah, I, I might take a, a second, second, man. I might need a second, honestly. It's you just, want me to introduce this one? I'm sorry you know for what? everyone Go who ahead. tuned in over right, the Instagram. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you? Uh, just for the put the music on. Just oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's let us sit sit in there and just we'll, we'll just take a second. Oh, it's been a geez. tough road. Really, tough. really tough. And road, I just want to say, I'm so proud of you, and I just want you to keep continuing to do you. Because I no, it's not. It's not. It's funny. not funny. It's just sad. And you started off <laughs> so sad. hard. 
All right, cut the music. Look, Dots Locks hasn't been performing. I mean, he went one and four against Thanksgiving. Thank God. I mean, Kev, I know you have something to say that yeah. about that. Oh, two and three. Two and three? Uh, well, hopefully yeah. you didn't tune in, because Dots usually says when he wins, hopefully you tuned in. Hopefully this week you didn't tune in. Hopefully yeah. not. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, money, but... look, he's proved himself, and now he just he's needs to get back. right back on the horse. He needs that confidence back. back. And this and here week, it is. I'm personally <laughs> guaranteeing a profitable week. Oh, we need it. Oh. I wouldn't. I no, I, no, I, no, no, I believe in him. I believe in him. Hold that to him. I believe in him. Ask him for money back. We need it. No. No, no. <laughs> no, listen. This is this is the state of the union of dots locks. Last week we went two and three, and listen, three weeks ago we were up seven units oh on the season. Oh god! We then proceeded he's back to go <laughs> one and four, uh, and then one and four. Oh man! And then two and three. Oof. We posted six picks on Instagram. They went zero and oh. six. Oh god! We are four and eleven in our last. 15. Boy, oh boy. That's sad. But listen, we're overall record of 26, 26 and 1. We're dead even on the year. Listen, listen. We could be a lot worse. We started this year 0 and 5. Do you remember that time? Do you remember week 2? 0 and 5. We need to bounce back, and we are this week. Big way. And guess what? And guess what? We do it with, you know, we might have to be reevaluated some of the dots log staples, but one of them that cannot leave. One of them that is imperative to dots locks oh don't say it the gross pick there it is and there listen, it is and listen and listen and listen and listen you have to you have to listen here please panthers plus six at tampa bay oh ew that is, that's that's really gross that's like so gross it makes me want to throw up that oh almost, that almost that almost hurt me to say but listen there's a reason why it's uh oh. it's the new coach effect we, oh. we've spoken about this on the raiders and it's very real does that change the roster too or no hold on well remember paul <laughs> 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 Listen, do we remember Raiders versus Giants? The Giants Antonio suck. Pierce, the Giants do. suck. They do. They do. They do. You they can't combat. No, no, Come no. on. We actually can. All right, all right, all right. Let him talk. Let the man talk. Since 2018, interim coaches are eight and five outright. Let alone against the spread in their first game outright. Right. And we we know the the reasoning for this. Players are all juiced up. They're ready yeah. to go. They're nine and four against the spread. Seventy percent. And another reason, the Panthers have no reason to keep tanking. And as long as I know they're terrible, but they had they they are going to be trying to win. Like if this was the Patriots, it's a little different. They're trying to get that pick, but they have no reason. Yeah, they just to, suck. They do suck. They're but listen, bad. For plus bad three, at plus three no. at Tampa. They're, no one's trying plus to six tank, or really. plus three. Plus six. Oh, I thought plus six at Tampa. Bucks offense is twenty third in points per game and twenty second in yards per game. The Panthers defense really has not been the problem. They're sixth in yards per game, and Tampa is two and three at home this year against the spread. Listen, you gotta. This is we we, we need to hit the gross picks so, to get back on you the train. Take, down that, take back that uh, guaranteed profitable week. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. it's not <laughs> happening. My guys. It's not happening. We're All rolling right. with it. All right. Next pick, a lot, lot, lot less So gross. 0 and 1. A lot We're less gross. Starting off, starting off 0 and 1. That's plus six. All right, plus hey, six. Hey, you're right. This. You're right. No. Sorry. Next pick, Texans minus three and a half versus the Broncos. This is right back. Do we, do we remember early in the year? Fading the hot team of the week. It went like six and six in the first six weeks. Uh, every single week against the spread. All, of, all these hot teams everyone loves, they all fell. And this week, it comes back. The Broncos, they're frauds. Listen, I know Enzo's a Broncos fan. Last fit, they're a five-game winning streak. They forced 16 turnovers. That is unprecedented and will not continue. And I know Enzo's talked about the Broncos having good defense now. Uh, and- uh, uh, 
Didn't say they had a good defense. Better. <laughs> they played better. They played, they played better. better. I didn't say they had a good one. And listen, I feel that they will, they will not get much pressure on Stroud. I think he'll be able to have time to hit Nico and Tank on big plays. And Houston's defense is not that bad either. They are 14th in points per game, and I think Russ has been very overrated on this five-game run. He's broken 200 yards one time. Hmm. One time All in right. this five-game right. run. Interesting. And I don't think the Broncos' offense can keep up. I hate having to lay the hook at three and a half, but I think the Texans are winning this game by seven. I think it's a uh, back-and-forth game, but I think the Texans ultimately pull it out. They're the better team. They're trying to get in the playoffs. And honestly, yeah, I've got the Texans minus three and a half. Last pick, we've got Lions minus four at the Saints. A lot less gross. Oh, yeah. A lot yeah, less gross. Yeah, I can't believe this line's only four. And it's a perfect bounce-back spot yeah. for Detroit. Oh, yeah. The Lions coming off just an embarrassing loss to Green Bay. They couldn't exercise their demons of losing on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I think it's like eight straight, seven yeah, straight. It's, it's a lot of games in a row. Did you see that they Family Guy clip? It was like the Brian getting cornered in for the Lions. He was just like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. Shouldn't you guys be losing a football game or something like that? I did not. Yeah, it's a great funny, clip. But... Yeah, it was uh, really funny. We all laughed. <laughs> And the Saints defense, and we all know this, at the beginning of the year, I was spamming Saints unders, and as of late, it has become very overrated. They have given up 20-plus points in seven of the last eight games, and you know who that eighth game was? It's the Patriots. Mm. So I really don't respect the Saints defense as much as they used to be. I think they were really good before, but now they're not. Mm -hmm. And Detroit is 3-1 as a road favorite against with Dan Campbell under the helm. And they're 14-9 off a loss with Dan Campbell. He's a very emotional coach. He'll get them ready. And I feel they win this game by 14-10. I think this is a very smooth Lions win. A lot of running the ball, a lot of mm-hmm. Gibbs, a lot of Monty. I think, yeah, this is a comfortable science Lions win. Get back on track. Get back in that playoff push at the three seed. Yeah. I mean, look, I'll say it again. I said it once. But uh, it's not how hard you get hit. It's mm. about getting up after Dot. getting hit and the i think dot's been sucker punched we have them i mean everything Kicks. that's going wrong but listen everything. even if i understand you know you might not want to bet on these lines i still think you should have faith in dot Trust. i think he's a pretty pretty good better but look you don't send a puppy to go clean up its own mess and that's why we have the pod lay baby oh the man pod lay. That's why we have the pod lay, and I'm going to kick it off. Worse than Dot's locks. It is. No. It is I actually have a lock is. for the pod lay. No, and I actually have a lock too, and I it's going to be lay. Patriots plus six. Oh god. No, oh, no, 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 no. You're going to place it, and you're going to make money, and you're going to oh, no. you're going to tune in next week, and you're going to be like, oh, no, told me not to put the plus six on the Patriots. No, they're going to hit it. You know why? It's because Bill Belichick and the entire franchise of the Patriots own the Chargers every time. The Patriots beat the Chargers. When they had Cam Newton, they put 40 on him. Jeez. So I think the Patriots plus six. I don't even have any more reasoning. I'm just telling to go go check your little box and place it. Go put it on because it's happening. Mm. Yeah. All right. Maxie, what do we got? Uh, You know what? I think I like the Cowboys or the the Seahawks plus nine against the Cowboys. We talked again on my Christmas list. Uh, I said that they don't win those close games. I think nine points is a little crazy uh, to to be giving the for the Cowboys to be giving nine points against the Seahawks, who are a 500 team. And you know this is a must win game for the Seahawks. I think they have to come back and win this game. Yeah. So I'm taking the Seahawks plus nine. Mm. All right. Well, I told you guys I had a lock. So the lock is uh, Jalen Hurts one plus touchdown, anytime touchdown. 
anytime touchdown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. That's, that's rushing. That's yeah. a yes. lock. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's, that's a lock. That's a lock already. Yeah. 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 So, touch push. Um, it's pretty simple. Yeah. It'll, it'll be easy. So my leg of the pod lay a lot less gross. This is just pretty standard leg. Might be in dots locks. If you want to see the rest of those picks, check out the Life at Fairfield page. Or don't uh, if you want to keep your money. Or don't. <laughs> <laughs> They'll also be on the Instagram page. They'll be in the Instagram story just like last week. And it's the Eagles Niners over forty seven and a half. It's pretty simple. I think the Eagles defense is incredibly overrated. Their secondary is slumping. And as much as I hate Brock Purdy, I think he could dice them up pretty easily. And on the Eagles side, I feel that. Jalen Hurts has played out of his mind this year. He is the front runner for MVP, and I think he could definitely continue that. Even if he loses, I think they'll at least. I think both teams will at least get twenty eight points. I think uh, forty six and a half is too low of a line. Got the over in that one. And this pod lay plus eight seventy five. <laughs> yeah, you're That's placing nice. it. That is nice. You're placing it. Nice. It's hitting. We're not going to be own a million. We're going to have. We're going to hit one, one. of these, We're and it's hit only one. takes I really, one. I really it only takes one. one. It only takes one. Okay. It only takes one. All right. Well, that's right. going to do it. Thank you to everyone again who's tuning in uh, here at the Three Man Weave mm. for this week. Um, as it is always, always a four man weave because we do have our producer Max. Thank, thank you guys. Thank you, Max. Thank you. But we just want to say happy holidays to all, and uh, mm. thank you for your continued support. Uh, this is Three Man. In parentheses, four. <laughs> Check us out on Instagram, TikTok, yeah. YouTube. Three Man Leaf Pod. Peace. Shameless plug. Peace.